Alright, I'll, I'll I'll do the intro. Okay. okay. <laughs> Alright, welcome back everybody to the uh, the Brittany and Shane show, episode two. We made it. We made it. We are here. Thanks everybody that listened to episode one. Yes, very uh very successful. Gr- Thanks. Great we, success. We got a couple uh five star ratings. We, we got, got fifteen five got, star ratings. <laughs> we got a review. We did. I I'm gonna give a shout out. Oh, we got to read the review. If y'all right. wanna keep that up. Yeah, we gotta you go up, give <laughs> us a five star review, and then actually write a review. Um, we gotta, it's okay uh, if you don't. No, do it, or I'm gonna <laughs> fight you. Uh, such a great podcast by Red Hair Blue Eyes Thirteen. I think we know who that is, right? I know it sounds like it's me, but I I <laughs> I believe it's uh my friend Allie. Hey. Hey. <laughs> if you need a laugh, a laugh. If you need a laugh, this podcast. This is the fuck. <laughs> You're doing real great. <laughs> <laughs> we live in Tuckerton. I can't read. If you need a laugh, this is the podcast you need. So forward and funny, not rehearsed. Made my day. I really can't read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. uh, thank you for the kind thank words. Thank you. I also, uh, we started the Instagram. It's yeah. just the same name as a podcast, the Brittany and Shane Show. I did make a Twitter, but I don't know how to change the at. Like how to change the handle, so uh, what is it? Right now it's Brittany and and then the number one. It changed automatically. I don't know how to change it. I don't know how to make it different. Mm. But yeah, right now that's what it is. If I can't change it, it's just gonna be it's just gonna be my my podcast Twitter. Okay, well, (laughs) I'll go fuck myself. Another thing I learned upon uh, editing and listening to the the last week's episode, I say fuck a lot. Yeah. I never like I knew I say fuck a lot, but I didn't realize how much I say fuck. Yeah, a little bit. But um, I hope you guys don't mind. If, if so, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> we're off to a great start here. <sighs> Barreling through. All right. Uh, what do we got? What, what are we gonna talk about? What do you have written down? What do I got? I got a lot. I got plenty actually. of shit. I got a lot of notes. A lot yeah. of stuff in the last week. Yeah, yeah. Pretty pretty busy week. A lot of I have a lot of movie news. Big surprise there. I just have a. You have news. Oh, uh, news. Uh, and yeah, news. And uh, well, for instance, um, well, this isn't really movie, but it's a movie industry related. Um, so a couple years ago, AT and T bought Warner Brothers for like eighty. Oh, and I got it right here. Oh, let me bring it up unprepared for eighty-five billion dollars. This is why you make notes in advance. Well, I have a computer right here. I have it, three it, it's just of a, notes it's just a big down. notepad. <laughs> Fucking tell me what to do. Uh, yeah, AT&T had bought Warner Brothers for 80, $85 billion. Billion um, with a B? With a B. It's billion. Warner Brothers, so it's like Looney Tunes and some other Yeah, shit. I know what Warner <laughs> Brothers is. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> that was back in 2016. They've now um, just cut ties and decided to get out of the, the film game. And now Warner Brothers has been bought by Discovery, of all people, for half that. Uh, $42 billion, I want to say it is. And they announced that uh, the new company birth between the merger is going to be called a very creative name, Discovery Warner Brothers. Or Warner Brothers Discovery is what it's going to be called. <laughs> Did you just say birth? Birth. Ew. Like, they made sweet love to each other. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> but yeah, that's a thing. So, uh, I don't know. There are um, world of different things could come out of that. I mean, HBO Max, I think that was a big... Uh, that was a big fuck up for them. So they're probably going to change that. <laughs> Snyder Cup might, or Snyderverse might be restored though. 
That'd be cool. I really doubt that, but okay. Well, it's always hope. A couple years ago, Snarticle didn't exist, and now uh, we did a podcast and talked about it. So, <laughs> who's couple, stupid now? A couple years ago, we didn't have a podcast, and here we are. It's true. I don't really have a lot of news. Um, John Mayer's coming out. He's releasing a new album, July sixteenth, called mm-hmm. Sob Rock, which is pretty much his vibe already. Yeah, I'm down for it. So. I'm I'm here for it. Yes. Yeah, that's really all my news. Okay. <laughs> um, a cool thing that I saw more movie news. Like I said, a ton of movie news on my end. Um, we've had the first 100 million dollar box office weekend since the pandemic started. So Memorial Day weekend, obviously, there's the third day, but with a Quiet Place Part Two coming out and all these other old releases coming out in theaters on and off. First, uh, a cumulative $100 million weekend at the box office. So the theaters, oh. are, they're back, baby. Baby. And we, we got out to the theater on Friday. We did. We did. We did a little double feature. Yeah, we did. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Double feature. That's what we're <laughs> calling this episode. Yeah. Because it's episode two, and we saw two movies. Yeah, we, uh, we got <laughs> out to see. <laughs> well, we, we saw the one, and then we went and took a beer break while food. <laughs> we went out to dinner. We didn't just go have beers. <laughs> We went out to dinner and had like a drink and then went back to the movies. <laughs> no, so we got but, to see A Quiet Place Part 2. And The Conjuring. The Devil three. Made Me Do It. The Devil Made Me Do It. Yes. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, uh, yeah, good time. Yeah, yeah. Good time. Great time. Yep. Tremendous. What <laughs> else you got? That was it for news. I got some, I consumed a lot of content this oh, week. What, do you want me to just rattle off all my. All my yeah. Okay. Read me your list. I'll I'll, I'll comment. All right. The rest of my list. Uh, Mission Impossible 7 has had to shut down production once again due to uh, positive cases of COVID. Is that uh, the the one where Tom Cruise was screaming at everybody? Yeah. So he's like (laughs) a he's a producer on the movie. So he has he has like a lot of yeah. Not only is he a star, he has a lot of financial stake and responsibility in the movie. And they were like paying to rent a cruise ship to keep the entire cast and crew and staff, everybody involved in a production on a fucking cruise ship. How do I get that job? (laughs) Uh, Well, you don't want that job because now if one of them has COVID, they pretty much all do. But I think it was only like one or two people tested positive. I'm not sure how they would have gotten exposed if they're staying on said cruise ship. So somebody fucked up somewhere or something. But uh, it's not just Australia is like shut down again. Locked. I mean, not all of Australia, Melbourne. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Apparently, we say Melbourne. Because that's how it's fucking spelled. But I we I listen to a lot of Australian podcasts, and they they say I one of them said like I think it's funny when Americans try to say it because they if they know how to say it, which is like how they say Melbourne, but they think that we're like over trying. So I'll it sounds it like me saying that sounds super American, but like it's not any worse than me saying. Melbourne. Yeah, I've always called it Melbourne. Yeah, apparently that's not how you say it. But So the Australian way of doing things is we're going to spell it one way and say <laughs> it the complete wrong way. Well, I just, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, they're, um, at least that section I know is in lockdown again. They had a, some cases, I believe. I don't know. But like they were zero cases. So... You know, hmm. no. Anyway, well, it's not a huge shutdown. Um, 
They're only shut down to the 14th, so that's what, like another week or so. So it's not a huge setback, but I mean, every single day that a movie like oh, that is set back. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I it's literally millions of dollars. thought you were talking about Australia still. And I, and I fucked up before. <laughs> um, the first $100 million weekend was separate from Memorial Day. Memorial Day weekend was $48.4 million. <clears throat> so when was the $100 million? Well, the week prior. Oh, okay. I, I believe. Unless I just wrote down. I wrote down two separate notes for it, so there has to be two separate things, right? <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. Uh trailer for infinite dropped a movie i had no idea was infinite even, yeah with mark Wahlberg. i'm infinite what are you doing i don't know what that all is right. uh, i'll explain it to you mm-hmm. <laughs> all right then uh, it's on paramount plus so that's probably why none of us oh. knew about it because who the fuck has that no nothing against anybody that has paramount plus but um there's <laughs> some there's some stuff on there that i've i've considered it well the office is going there right have, um no that's on peacock oh yeah that's right yeah it's um, too much to keep track of like yeah it's too much we're gonna end up spending more on these streaming services than we do for our cable bill that we don't use we literally never watch cable except there for you go right there's before some this. news there's some news oh yeah we were just watching the office uh like we haven't seen it 85 times um, but it's on constantly on comedy central it's the only thing that they it's play the office or what's that stupid I don't know. Something stupid. But. <laughs> it's probably hilarious. <laughs> no, I doubt it. Oh, you mean The Daily Show? Because that is stupid. No, I hate it. <laughs> He's, he, like, tries too hard. Oh. Nah, I don't know. Um, oh, um, about us watch, not watching cable. Just cut that whole section out. Oh, yeah, I'll edit it. <laughs> <laughs> about us not using our cable. I did use cable last Thursday, Thursday. You watched Jersey you said, Shore with me. Oh, Jersey! I thought that was a I thought that was a typo in your brain. No, you said Jersey. <laughs> no, <laughs> what the fuck is? That? <laughs> but it wasn't really anything that wasn't really anything special. Anyway, but you watched an episode with me because you happened to walk in the door as soon as it started. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, what's his name? The situation has like. Fucking inflatable arm. What are the inflatable arms? Yeah, from his SpongeBob? arms are like obviously. But he only he only curls. Obviously, he works out, but like he yeah only, only works arms. out his arms. His arms are bigger than my entire. He looks like Stretch Armstrong. Body. That's a toy. I. <laughs> I'm aware. Well, I don't know. I know you're old, but you're not that old. So oh I don't know if you my god. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the Infinite Trailer dropped. Uh, you go check it out. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's based on something. Looks kind of cool. I think they kind of just dumped it on Paramount Plus. I don't think the actors were aware. Is it a movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, um, kind of reminded me of the Highlander. Um, basically, like the dudes died a thousand times and lived a thousand different lives, and they're like he's forgotten, and they're trying to like resurrect them or something like that. I uh, like sci-fi fantasy looking shit. Interesting. It's Mark Marky Mark and uh Chiotel Ejiofor is in it, so that's got to be worth something. Okay. That guy's tremendous. Uh, a trailer we saw together. Uh, the Respect trailer. Respect. Yeah. R E S P C T. Yeah, the Aretha Franklin. Yeah, I I got a little teary eyed. Um, I wrote down all the trailers that played before the movies we went to go see. I brought my little notebook, and I took notes during the movies at the theater. And <laughs> I don't know theater. if it was because, and we talked about this in the last episode, like. How seeing a movie, tra- like a trailer in the movie theater is so much better. Yeah. But like, 
it was also the first trailer that I saw in the movie theater since September, but before that for like a whole year, basically. Yeah. So I, I teared up a little bit. I don't know if it's because the movie looks really good because it does look really good or because I just was happy to be back at the movie theater because I'm a nerd. I don't I know. I think it was a little bit of both. I, yeah. I was kind of, uh, I was a little over, I was verklempt just being back at the movies. I'm like, that's, that's weird. Look it up. All right. <laughs> um, it was, yeah, it was just a little overwhelming being back. And like, it's not even a particularly nice theater, the one that we go to, but it's, it's ours. Well, right. It's, and it's close. It's, yeah. It's, it's close, a movie, but it's a movie not, theater you know, is a movie theater. It's not, but like, it's not a Dolby fucking digital IMAX whatever. theater or something like that. It's just, it's a little regal, but it's, um, it, it, it was just really great to be back. And, uh, just like, have you know, the sound and the scope of being in a movie theater like, there's nothing else like it so i think yeah we we're both just kind of like oh my god but uh the trailer itself i thought it was it was good yeah I mean, um like we were talking when we got out like i think a lot of those musical movies they're all kind of cut from the same cloth they all kind of follow the same beats you know yeah but, um, um but i'm really interested to see jennifer hudson doing it because like I mean, I haven't seen a whole hell of a lot of her she's but everything amazing. she's tremendous but in even like i watched cats I made myself watch it, and that movie was fucking terrible, but she made me, like, choke up in a really bad movie from her singing that memory song, so, like, that says something. Jennifer Hudson, watch out. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Um... Uh, it's not, I got, I got it's not my real singing voice in case anybody was curious. Well, wait, before you do that, I just um, Googled Paramount Plus real quick. They do have, in uh, like, CBS. They have a lot of stuff, but nothing that I would get it for, it looks like. But they do have all Nickelodeon's, like, catalog. So, like, if you were... I don't know. Um, I re- if you're a massive, I don't know, like that Rugrats, whatever this weird reboot thing is that they're doing, like that's on there. Yeah, I mean, but that's a, like, that is a pretty big like back sur- catalog. But Survivor, there's there's a lot of stuff on there. Yeah. I just looked, but I just have like you just said. And we if that's said, more there's, than there's so many streaming services, and we have like we have Netflix, we have Hulu, we have Amazon Prime, we have HBO, we have Shutter, we have Shutter, we have Disney Plus. Did you say that? We have Disney Plus, obviously Disney Plus. Um, what else do we have? Apple TV, but, um, but that was free. Yeah. yeah, and we have cable. Yeah, for some reason to watch the fucking Jets lose. That really is why we got it to watch football. Yeah, fucking mistake. <laughs> um, we got to look at the. Uh, well, first of all, Shazam Two started production. Oh, yeah, that movie was very good. I uh, wait while we're. I said earlier, well, the last episode, that I wasn't really excited for like Marvel stuff that was coming up. And then in the beginning of The Conjuring th- 3, yeah, Oof. they played yeah. that new like Marvel teaser trailer thing with Stan Lee's like voice over it, which immediately yeah. makes me cry. And I've seen it before. When I talked but about like, being verklempt, that was the, that was the moment. But like, again, see, like seeing, watching that on my phone or like even on our TV is so, it's so much different than seeing it on a giant movie screen. I, so like, I, I actually was like openly crying in the movie theater. So when I, I take back what I said about not being excited, 
just because I don't know who all these characters are and stuff doesn't mean anything. I was going to say that's a pretty erroneous because claim. I was yeah I don't I don't know I don't know why I would say that yeah I don't know I kind of just <laughs> let you go I am excited but not when um but seeing it and going to the because I guess I was thinking like oh, I'm gonna have to bl- watch Black Widow on my TV oh, I'm gonna have to you watch don't have to Shang Chi Shang is that what it's called Shang Chi. I'm dead serious. I'm gonna have to watch that on my TV. Like it's, it's nice to, to yeah. know that, that's available to me again. <laughs> One thing I found funny about that though, like um, and like it really like it was a beautiful part of that whole little trailer thing. But they played the um the fan footage from like the the live reaction. To oh my god, Portals that's actually that's what on. got me. Yeah, but hold I on, I wanted to stand like up Marvel and cheer actually and took like a pirated piece of their own movie and put yeah. it into one of their trailers. I thought that was funny. <laughs> but yeah, that's fucking to this day. To this day, it's fucking great. Um, but yeah, so Shazam two, Fury of the Gods started production. Uh, we got a new look at the new suit. Um, well, they posted like a teaser, like an official teaser, but it was just like him in the dark. But then yeah. there's actual set photos and the suit, because like the suit in the first one was kind of dumb. It was like really padded and puffy looking. Yeah. This one, like they kind of slimmed it down, and I don't know, it, it, it looks a lot better, I think. And, uh, okay, I haven't yeah. seen it because. Oh, hold on, okay. you want me to bring it up? No, you don't need to show me. Okay, it's it's red. <laughs> I'll look it up later. <laughs> All right, uh, almost done with my movie shit. Uh, reminiscence trailer. That's oh right. yeah, yeah. That's with, on my uh, with huge Jackman. That's <laughs> that's on my list. At, in the very beginning, you played it for me, and immediately I thought it was like it. It's very Inception like. Yeah, it's Christopher Nolan's brother. Wait for real? Yeah. Oh. He said the uh, <laughs> from the writers of Westworld and him and Christopher Nolan oh. Oh. write everything together. Westworld. What a I, great. I gave up. Honestly, I didn't watch the newest season either, but that first season is one of the best television seasons. Yeah, that was fucking great. Like, oh my god. Anthony Hopkins can do no no wrong. I'm going to watch it as soon as we're done with it. And there's this. that there's that movie, uh, he just won best at 82, 83 years old. He just won best actor at the Academy yeah. Awards for uh, The Father. I don't know if I could bring myself to watch it, but um because it's like um an old man getting Alzheimer's or something like that. And yeah. Dealing with it. But like, I saw, I saw a clip of it and like, is he's killing it, but I'm like, eh, I don't know if I could yeah. do this for two hours. <laughs> um, but yeah, the reminiscence trailer I thought looked pretty good. Yeah, it does look really good. Um, definitely big inception vibes, but that's a good thing, I guess. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, seems like a cool concept. Um, and plus Hugh Jackman yelling. Um, I'm in. Got the best yelling voice. <laughs> Where is she? That's I could cool just listen says. to him yell, like in Prisoners when um he's like bashing the sink. Where is she? Where's my daughter? Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm a little confused about it, but I guess that's kind of the point. You're not supposed to know the whole story. They just like. I guess the concept is you um, like wear these things on your head, and you go into like the past. Yeah, you can like um, relive memories and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's like a post-apocalyptic setting. Like yeah. uh, the waters rose. They say in the trailer, and kind of took over everything. Then nostalgia became everyone's focus because there was nothing good to look forward to. So yeah, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then um, he's looking for looking for his wife. He wants to know where is she? Uh, I have written down. I don't know what I mean here. Uh, Loki multiverse. Um, oh, I remember. Um, so they've confirmed. <laughs> The Loki show is going to explore the multiverse of Marvel 
in one way, shape, or form. So, like, alternate versions of Avengers yeah. characters yeah. that we know or haven't met yet or yeah. something like that. I knew there was going to be some fuckery going around. I'm really trying not to say fuck that much. <laughs> um, I knew it was going to be some wacky I, stuff happening. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I kind of thought that was a thing already. I don't know. Some I saw somebody posted. There's like a close up thing of his like, uh, uh, I don't know, badge or something, and it says like gender, and then next to it, it says fluid, which is kind of cool. Yes. No, I am very excited to check that out though. Finally, because I'm, oh, I'm hearing so excited. glowing things. I just about was it. like in the opposite room before, and the, the trailer played on TV, and I like looked up into the living room, like, oh, I'm so excited. It's just so crazy, like how popular these things have become, like, and how they can literally do no wrong at this point. Like, I don't I, remember the last time. Like, don't don't say that so close to the premiere of the show <laughs> that I've been waiting. It's for It's gonna be the fucking forever. worst thing they've ever made. <laughs> No, I'm sure it'll be fine. It's literally it hasn't gotten one bad review yet. So okay, well. I think you've um think you're all right. Uh Donnie Yen is cast in John Wick four. If you know who Donnie Yen is. Uh we literally had this conversation like two days ago and I already forget. Oh, uh I'm one with the force. Force is with me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh very yeah. famous martial arts actor. Uh great addition if you like the John Wick movies. Uh, they're not enemies. So good. Yeah, that was another. Why? One. Why? Why did you let me? Like everybody, everybody who's listening to this, everybody that I know who's ever seen a John Wick. Movie, you just got so, look at that. We were like I here, love, and then like, oh. I love. I just woke up. About to take my blanket off. Oh shit! <laughs> I love like corny action like movies. The um. Oh, what are they called? The Expendables are like some of my favorite movies. Just people beating Until each other they up. It. And... No, I love them all equally. Okay. <laughs> Just people beating each other up and blowing stuff up and fighting and violence. <laughs> John it's Wick. Great. John Wick. Literally all of that. He's a man of pure focus all and of sheer it. fucking will. So good. So good. So I didn't watch any of them, and then I believe we watched all three within, like, a 48-hour period. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're fucking awesome. Like, um, and what a... I don't know if there's a better motivation in any movie for somebody to do terrible things to other people other than killing their puppy. Yeah. Spoiler alert, in case you haven't seen John Wick, but the puppy dies. Yeah. But, um... Sad. But that... So, it, like, you don't feel bad for anyone. The horrible ways that he fucking kills people in those movies. <laughs> you're just like, ah. Fuck it. <laughs> the dog was cute. Wedding Crashers 2 is apparently happening. Uh, like 15 years later. Like why? Wow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> why, though? Uh, why not? I Right, I guess. Uh, we were saying last week, what's old is new again. I guess that's like kind of, that's not really old enough. I don't know. I don't know either. I would rather a dodgeball, too, I, I think. Actually, maybe not. No, with, leave them alone. do without a second of either one of them. I mean, we'll always have the first one. Yeah. It's fine. If it sucks, it sucks. That's it. Oh, non-movie news. Oh, my God. <laughs> but then it's immediately back to movies and television. Episodes. I really have said like five <laughs> times since we since We're not making this week, movie like, podcast. Well, I'm I don't, fucking driving now. <laughs> I don't want it to be just about movies. It's not going to be. I, I got a music news thing right here, right now. All right. Uh. A band you're a huge fan of, uh, Bad Wolves, hmm. has a new vocalist. 
for those of you who like Bad Wolves. If you don't know the name Bad Wolves, I'm sure you've heard that cover of Zombie. Well, it's good because I don't like playing. his voice. I, I know. Um, don't give me any hate, anybody. Again, <laughs> like what you like. Don't like what you don't like. I'm no, not a um, fan of that man. It voice. was a weird replacement. The replacement is Daniel D.L. Leza. Leza Ketsiewicz. What? How the fuck am I supposed to say that? Laskowitz. Okay. D.L. We're going to call him D.L. Yeah. I have no idea. He's replaced Tommy Vext as the front man for Bad Wolves. Uh, He's like the former guitar player for the Acacia Strain, if uh, you listen to them. Yeah. Which is odd, but apparently he can sing really well, especially if he's taken over that role. Um, I just wanted to bring it up because I like, Tommy Vext has like a crazy fan base behind him. Yeah. And every time he's involved in a band, (laughs) he ends up leaving in like dramatic fashion. (laughs) And it's always like his side of the story. He's like, Oh, it wasn't me. It was this, it was that, it was this, it was that. And just like, I don't know. Like at some point I kind of feel like you have to be like, okay, you're probably just a dick. Yeah. You're, you're probably part of the problem. Yeah. And like, (laughs) it sucks because I discovered him with Westfield Massacre, a band I'm sure you also love. But then, like, he had fallen out with them, and then they started Bad Wolves, <laughs> which is, like, the super group of all these other, like, metal uh, musicians and everything, which was great concept. And, like, it was, I thought it was it was good. Yeah. And I, I know it's not your thing, but, um, I don't know, it just sucks because, like, they were blowing up. Like, they were, that cover made them really popular. And yeah. Now it's down the fucking tubes. I mean, I, I, mean, I hope this new guy does, does well. But, um, Tommy Vex already started a new solo project. Just, I think it's called Tommy Vex. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it just sucks. And he's, and he's very vocal about his, his politics and everything. So I think what that had something happening? to do with it. I don't know. You're old. And it's 930 at night. <laughs> um, you, you just take a note from my playbook. If you drink while we do these things. I am. I'm keep drinking a lemonade. Lemonade and water. Yeah. Yeah. Jupiter's Legacy has been canceled, folks. After one season of Netflix. Oh, no. That show. Uh, how we I, definitely both how watched. I, live? I don't know. It looked kind of interesting. Not enough for me to watch, I guess, and I guess that technically. Who was um? Who's the guy in it? Um, uh, fucking Josh Dumel. Yeah. Leslie Bibb is also in it. Ow. I always thought that was a funny name, like Just a good funny name. Leslie Bibb. In the futon, in case you're wondering <laughs> what's happening over here, I don't know who that is. Leslie Les- Bibb. Um, yeah, she was. Um, I'm sure she's done much more accomplished roles than this but remember in the first iron man the reporter that he sex with in the beginning oh my god yeah <laughs> uh yeah 200 million dollars they spent on one season of that show and they canceled it after one season but they're spit- making a spin-off series that takes place within the same universe as that i, I don't Did know not so- enough people watch I guess I don't know. So like Netflix why, just fucking cancels why would everything. They think that creating another show in the same universe would get more people. To uh, watch. Because it's a Mark Millar um, comic series or uh, like his uh, his intellectual property, and he sold off the rights to a bunch of his shit years ago, and Netflix acquired that particular thing. So I think they're oh. just doing the the, Mal- the Millariverse. Yeah, they're calling it. I keep seeing um, I keep seeing people talk about specifically like a couple podcasts that I listen to and like a group that I'm in on Facebook talk about this sweet tooth show yeah. based off of what uh, DC comic. Yeah. Comic apparently very different from um, the, uh, the source material though, but which is fine. It's kind of interesting looking. I'm told that, um, I haven't read the 
comics, nor have I watched Shrek. Obviously, because I they've made it a lot more light, not lighthearted, but um, a lot more uh, hopeful. I think because like the comic apparently is very dark and uh, depressing type of thing. Huh. Like um, I don't know, like the allegory for like a um, like racism and shit in the comics, and similar to like the old X Men comic. Yeah, but um, this is apparently a little more um on the positive side, which is good. Yeah. We could do some positive shit. Yeah, true. And uh, Robert Downey Jr. is involved in it. Like, he's a producer or something like that, too. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, we did this already, but I just want to say that I put it in my notes to give a shout-out to the, everyone that reviewed the, the podcast so far. So I put you in my notes. It was that important. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. You have a, you have a uh, good review. It was that important to me that it's number one in I my know. notes. I actually wrote it in the top margin of the paper well clearly shazam's new suit was more important to me than the fucking reviews that people left <laughs> y'all y'all are important to me yeah uh last thing uh nbc announced the cast for their tiger king show oh my god yeah i saw yeah. this we're 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 not out of the joe exotic woods yet everybody um hold on i gotta kate mckinnon is uh carol baskin she's That's... gonna be she's gonna be perfect yeah but like who is this show for? Like, if Tiger, I think if Tiger King didn't come out at like the height of the pandemic, or it wasn't even the height, it was the beginning. Yeah, it was a very like beginning. people were bored. I really don't think it would have been as popular as it was. I'm I, sure it would have been popular. I wholeheartedly disagree, but not with that. like as crazy popular. I don't know one person I think who hasn't seen it because it's it's too nuts. If you there haven't was, seen it, there was no chance that people. If were you not haven't watch seen Tiger King, leave us a five star review. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna stay at fifteen. <laughs> no, but I'm just confused though because they're they're making this show, but the last I heard, there were uh, maybe it's still a thing. Um, I'll edit that out. Um, they were making a Tiger King movie with Nick Cage playing Joe Exotic. That was like confirmed. Nobody could see, but that face I just made. You just did you gym face at me? Was that what that was? Or? Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, I on my list of things to talk about, which I guess I'll just talk about it now because you just said Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to hijack your tiger. Oh thing. no, I'm done. That was it. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is done. Um, this week I finished Seth Rogen's book. Um. <laughs> oh my god if you ever need some entertainment in your life there is like a 12 hour video on youtube that someone did and it's just seth rogan's laugh for 12 hours straight <laughs> and i'm not even gonna lie i've played not the whole 12 hours obviously but i have played it on more than one occasion you know if you're just having a bad day just listen to seth rogan laugh a little that's reminded me of the um <laughs> You shouldn't be loving her. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, oh, what's his name? Pierce Brosnan? Yes. Yeah. That is so funny. He um so Seth Rogan wrote a book. It's called Yearbook. And it's basically like a collection of essays like about his life. It, I'm like I'm a big Seth Rogan fan. Like I think I've seen probably ninety-five percent of the stuff that he's done. I like he has a um a charity for Alzheimer's. Like, I just think he's, he just seems like a great guy. 
I just want to be friends with him. <laughs> oh, shit. Seth Rogen. Um, Ninja Turtles? No, hello. Oh. Did it's I... on here. Oh my, I oh wrote my God. it. He's going to be Leonardo. <laughs> oh, is he? Yes. I, didn't, I thought he was just writing it. Writing it. No. Oh. Well, I, that's what I gathered from the... I thought he just said, like, Leonardo's he... notes look similar. I thought he was just making no, it. No, like... I'm pretty sure he's going to be Leonardo. Anyway, be weird. thanks for that. He'd be a Raphael, if anything. It was on my list. I'm sorry. I thought we about. forgot. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Mo- I said I didn't have any news, but that was... Was it your news. next thing? When I was done talking about his book, yes. Oh, so I didn't really I derail wrote it, your whole I thing. I wrote it in all... No, but I wanted to say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wrote it in all caps underneath the book. And yes. from what I gather, he's Seth Rogen is going to be, I'm assuming, voicing, not <laughs> not a live action. Oh, well, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought they were just going to paint him green and just put a foam show on him. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I thought he was, like, creating it. Like, I thought he was, like, writing and directing that sort of thing. Pro- uh, probably. I really he- don't know. I, I got from his post that it was... I'm pretty sure he's just creating it. I don't right. think he's well, necessarily starring in it. We'll find out. Because <laughs> he's he's been really successful, with, like The Boys, which is something I don't know how I have not watched, but mm-hmm. he produces that show, um, Preacher on yeah, I haven't AMC. Seen that either. He produces like he's doing really really fucking well for himself, yeah. you know, producing comic book material, and so I mean, um, I don't necessarily. I don't know. They've tried the Ninja Turtles a million different times in a million different ways. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's cool because he's in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If you bring something new to the table. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. Seth Rogen wrote a book. It's a collection of essays like about his life. And I, I, I didn't finish it this week. I actually finished it before we recorded the last episode, but I just was. It is one of the best things I've read in a long time, especially if you're a fan of him in like any aspect. He talks about so much stuff, but he has a whole chapter about Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and I forget uh, the, for the Green Hornet. Yeah, they wanted him to be in it. And he he really wanted to play like a a white Jamaican guy like and they Wait, Seth Rogen, did. Yeah. And Seth Rogen basically was like, uh, like <laughs> not about that. That's so he, he like left the they were like sitting down to eat dinner or something he like left the restaurant and then like years later called seth rogan up or had his people call seth rogan's people whatever and like sat down <laughs> because in some other movie they used like a white jamaican character um, this is like very loosely what was written but he basically said basically tried to say without saying that Seth Rogen like stole his idea (laughs) it was very interesting but this book made me laugh like actually laugh out loud multiple times and I have a little I have a little excerpt excerpt why do we fucking make words and say them in a different way what Melbourne Melbourne excerpt (laughs) excerpt I don't know he's talking about being at like a um a dance and trying to slow dance with a girl. And there's a whole thing about like like the the best songs that DJs played and stuff. He talks about uh Money Money. Money Money. Hmm. He says, But the real goal was a slow song. End of the road and I'll make love to you. Both by boys to men were great options. Can't help falling in love by UB forty wasn't bad. <laughs> 
but their bullshit quasi-Jamaican beats made them almost trend into fast music territory, so they were risky. Also, the fact that the world accepted a white British band that just did synthy reggae covers of other songs is truly fucking amazing in retrospect. Hands down, the ultimate slow song to feel out if you really had chemistry with another person was I Swear by All For One. <laughs> and for some reason, the way, I don't know if it's the context of it. He's ta- he's writing from the perspective of him being a teenager at that point. Yeah. Was like it actually made like I had to close the book because I started laughing and I was like that I couldn't stop thinking about it. Then I go listen to the song because I haven't heard it in forever. I'm pretty sure it's my aunt and uncle's wedding song. Why do I know that that's a yes? Because I've probably told you before. Uh, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I was in a band called All for One. Didn't know the entire time that there was already a group called All for One that sang that song. That All for One, though, has the... It's, dash number four. Yeah. Dash it's one. like all number four. Yeah. But still. Owen. I mean. um, but yeah. The book's, the book's really good. I recommend it. I, I, I purchased a signed copy. It's only like Ooh, $35. I a copy of my Seth Rogen book on my telephone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was like $2 more than the non-signed copy, so why would I not get it? It's a good deal. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, that was it about that. You just reminded me with Nicolas Cage. It was like literally a whole chapter about Nicolas Cage Okay. in there. Cool, cool. It was cool. good, good. What else did you watch or listen to or anything? Uh, we started watching season 5B of Lucifer. I do have that written down as well. So why the fuck did you ask me? Because <laughs> I, I have other stuff to talk about, too. I just was I, just trying uh, to have a conversation here. I blew through my list. Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> um, I... <laughs> We started watching, and I was like, "We should have watched, rewatched like the last episode of Five Five, season five, right? Five A. A. So I'm, we're, I, I don't, I didn't remember like anything that happened, and it starts to come back to you after like, but I, I think we only watched one or two episodes. We're like halfway through the musical episode. No, we finished the musical episode, didn't we? No, we didn't. Oh no, I just like that. Um, Lucifer's like. <laughs> You know I can't resist a good musical number or something like that because he starts like to sing along with each one. Yeah, so like, everyone is uncontrollably like, dancing, yeah. and he just opts to yeah. go with it. It's like very well, like I feel I feel that you hear a good song, you just yeah. want to like. I mean, the first one was Queen, so that's you got to do it. Yeah, true. It's a, <laughs> it's it's interesting. I don't know. Lucifer is not. I don't really watch shows like that. Like it's like a cop drama with angels and demons and all that now god is in this season like i don't normally watch things like that i think because because when it got canceled there was so much hype about like netflix taking it back i think that's i don't remember why we started watching it but i feel like that had a lot to do with it because i think if it wasn't if it was just on regular tv i wouldn't have ever given it a second thought yeah i i have never been a person to watch primetime television yeah at all like any of the even like you know someone like being into comic book and superheroes and shit as much as i am i don't watch those cw shows at all it's like flash yeah. green arrow yeah. i always say I'm superman going and to, lois but... i've heard is very good but no, i tried to watch the flash and just like 
it sounds stupid, but like you could feel the budget restraints in shows yeah, like that, and yeah. that's something that you kind of like you need to have. Like, a, I'm sure the budget for it is fine, but it just looks cheap. But anyway, well, I'm sure it's gonna, better now yeah, too. Uh, I don't know, but um, getting on to Lucifer, I think I I think I started watching it because John Campion was singing his praises every fucking five seconds. Oh, and seconds. that girl that was on his show, Erin Cummings, in it. yeah, yeah, she was in the episode. Yeah. Um. um I don't know, yeah, um, but I just learned in watching this. I'm like, the last episode should se- should end with this happening, and I'm not gonna say. I don't want to like spoil if well, and they do in it. other seasons. It's always previously on Lucifer. No, no, no. I I said the last episode sh- of this should end with him doing this thing or saying this thing, and you were like, I'm sure that was probably the plan, but they just announced there was another season. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And now I'm kind of mad because. Not that I want it to be over, but like I feel like it's been it's I don't want to say drawn out. I'm not bored of it. I like the show a lot, but I feel like I feel like it could end. Like just because people like something doesn't mean it needs to drag on forever. Oh no, definitely. And I, it's weird that I've, and I don't get me wrong. I'm gonna watch another season of it. Like, but I just but that's gonna be a problem because they told them. Like this is the last season, season five yeah, is every, the last season. The so the writers, cast, stuff, cast crew, all, they all finished. posted yeah. about how it was like the last episode and everything. And then last minute, Netflix is like, "Oh no, surprise! Yeah. Do a season six. So narratively, it's gonna feel fucking weird because all these loose ends are probably gonna be tied right. up, and there's right. gonna be like an end of the road for all these people. So now you're kind of like, "All right, where does it go now?" Yeah. So that's gonna be weird. But I mean, it's also like. I do like how they are changing it up a bit because I, the show does get tired because yeah, but it's a villain can, of the week type or monster of the week type thing. Like yeah. every week's a different case. And that was definitely the weakest part of the show for me. Yeah. You can also definitely tell when you're watching it when Netflix took over. Mm-hmm. It's a little more like racy. They curse. But so they didn't to- give oh, into the temptation of name? it. Tom Ellis. Yeah, he clear that first season that Netflix took it over. He clearly like they said you're gonna have your shirt off all the time, and he bulked up for it. Like handsome fella. Isn't he not really British? I might be making that. I up. I think you're making that up. He has to be British. <laughs> anyway, he can't have that weird American accent that he has when he. Uh, oh, that's Michael. it's awful. Hello, Lucifer. <laughs> He literally I'm sounds Michael. like that. It's <laughs> awful. Weasel. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> no, it's a good show. We're enjoying it. So, um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's stupid, dumb fun. What's that? It's not stupid, stupid but you know what I mean. <laughs> it's very fun. Um, Something kind of stupid that I did watch, though. I watched... Friends? Oh! A lot of people commenting on the fact that you don't like Friends. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh my god I'm just um, Like what you like as long as it's not friends Oh my god <laughs> I watched a movie called Big Time Adolescence And I've been meaning to watch it for a while It's uh, Pete Davidson And this ki- uh, The kid is like the main character His name is Griffin Gluck Which like what an unfortunate name Yeah that's um, yeah. yeah It's a little weird His parents don't like him But basically the kid's He's like a kid and his older sister is dating Pete Davidson like in high school or something. And it's like he like looks up to Pete Davidson. It's like his idol. But really, he's kind of a scumbag. He just like 
smokes and drinks all the time and just you mean like, like pete davidson is in real life sure whatever <laughs> pete davidson in real life is successful like you're gonna say he lives in his mom's basement yeah. he bought that house and he doesn't live with her anymore i wasn't gonna say that but i know that's what a lot of that's what a lot of people think but like uh, actually a listener of ours um shout out blaine pete davidson has butthole eyes okay whatever <laughs> I'm just <laughs> in he's successful in real life, but in this movie, he doesn't he doesn't look or act like he's successful in real life, but he he's got more money than you or I ever will. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Um failing upwards. Whatever. <laughs> he he pl- he's basically just like a stoner douchebag and he's fr- featuring Machine Gun Kelly, your favorite person right now. Uh, th- that that's fucking witchcraft or something i've okay sidebar <laughs> taking over um i hate machine gun kelly i have hated him well, not like as a person i've never met him or anything oh. i mean i guess he's fine he's I mean, hit he's, my face he's, on the microphone <laughs> <laughs> he's dating megan fox he has to be a decent dude to some he degree. wears her blood around his neck Ooh. like please never do that but he just came out with this punk album and that song forget me too i literally have not i don't i don't think i've slept in two weeks, I've just been listening to it on a continuous loop. It's not I, even just that song, though. Like, the, the rest majo- of the album's fine. The majority of the album is actually good. It's okay. But that song. Yeah, that song specifically. I added it it's to re- my acoustic it's really show. really gotten to you. <laughs> I added it to my acoustic show. We played it yesterday, and I've been begging my band to start playing it at our gigs. It's taken over my life. It, it's fucking on repeat in my car all day. It's two and a half minutes, so that's a lot of fucking times I'm listening to that song. <laughs> I don't understand that. And just like, if you needed a song about like breakups or anything like that, and you put Halsey in it, like I'm fucking, I'm in, I guess. Yeah, the closer was the first one. Yeah. Oh, she's yeah. In it. yeah. So it's death. <laughs> I don't get it. If you haven't heard, uh, forget me too. That's it called. Forget you too. Forget me too. I don't even know. You're the one who listens. To forget it. me too. Yeah. 800 Welcome times to a day. You. Uh, bad punk voice though. Very bad punk voice. I'm, he was a rapper. Yeah. Like what happened? He tried to do that diss track against Eminem and just um. Yeah, it's did, called did, "Forget Me Too." Just, uh, Forget did, Me did Too. Not. Oh, in all lowercase. The entire album's in lowercase. I know. I know this. It, yeah, I don't get it. It's very weird artistic vision. It's aesthetically pleasing to me. I like lowercase. How is what? I don't know. Ew. <laughs> Ew yourself. Ew, no, I don't know. No. I like it. I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm fine. <laughs> Anyway, this movie, the kid like idol, he like grows up idolizing Pete Davidson's character. Pete Davidson and the girlfriend break up, and this kid continues to like grow up and hang out with Pete Davidson. He's like his little like, like they bring him to the bar in one scene, and they like use him to attract girls, whatever. Which is like sucks, but it was for most the majority of the movie was like funny and cute and like fun. It's just like about their friendship and stuff, and then it takes this weird like. Well, let me say, there's one scene that is so cute. They go to, like, a record store, and he's just like, oh, this looks good. And then they get home, and he, like, puts it on. And Pete Davidson starts dancing, and he does, like, the fishing pole thing where he, like, pretends to throw a line, and the kid's, like, sitting on the couch, and he just, like, wiggles his way up. And it's just, like, these two grown I think guys, I saw that in like, the trailer for it or something. Yeah, yeah, they're just, like, dancing in the living room to this, like, 
I don't remember what the song was, but it was it was cute. But it it takes this like weird turn where the kid like starts Wait, spoilers. It's been out for like over a year. Oh, okay, fuck. Yeah. And it's not really like it doesn't really have an ending. Like the kid starts It's still going. He's trying oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to like be cool, I guess, and he gets like invited to a party or whatever, but he has to get alcohol. So like Pete Davidson gets him alcohol and he's like, Oh, sell my drugs at your party or whatever. And he starts to take this like dark not like dark, but just like a bad turn and his parents don't like it and whatever. And then like he he starts to realize basically this person he's idolized his whole life like isn't who he's always thought he was. Like he's not somebody that you should look up to so Hmm. but like the end is sad like i don't know i thought it was going to be this like i I don't know why i thought it was going to be a comedy like pete davidson was in it no but even the trailer like the king of staten island was the same way it ended up being like a really um no i i really liked that i I liked it but it like you know similar like um less of a comedy more of like a very true observation of life so, like, I, I just went into it kind of, and it was, I actually watched, I've been wanting to watch it for a long time, but it was, I was on Hulu and I was looking for something to watch and it was in, like, the 90 minute, it said, like, 90 minute movies or something, something like, easy watching, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, this is not easy watching. It made, it made me sad. <laughs> like, that's not easy watching. I, so, but I just clicked on it. I was like, whatever. I've been meaning to watch it forever. I knew you, you weren't home. And I knew you wouldn't want to watch it, so I just was like, "Whatever, I'll t- I'll watch it now." Then I finished that, and I'm like, "All right, let me watch something else." Like because I just was like sitting on the couch trying to go to sleep, and I'd never sleep because I'm a vampire. So, <laughs> so I started to watch. Um, one of our friends recommended Selena the series on Netflix. Like I know the whole story about Selena. I know her. She was murdered by, like, the creator or member or whatever of her fan club. This oh, was yeah. in, like, I forget what year, like, I was like early 90s. Yeah. But, like, this, the story is sad. But, like, I, I feel like I only watched, like, maybe three episodes. I'm not that far into it. And it's, it's really good so far. It's really interesting. But, like I said, I know most of the story of her life and growing up and all that. Um, Selena was a singer in case anybody doesn't know that. Um, I recommend the show based on what I've seen so far. It's really good, but I know that they didn't let like from what I know about her later years, like her family and parents were like really disapproving of her relationship with her husband. Like they didn't like him. And then she ended up getting married to him and when she died they were married and he wasn't involved in the creation of this show at all but her family was so i read a lot of reviews about like the second season just came out um and i read a lot of reviews about the second season and like the portrayal of him in the show is not good or accurate so Mm. i'm kind of now concerned about not concerned because i'm gonna finish watching it eventually but it's a little weird like how I don't think from hearing that and from knowing some stuff that I've known about her life just in general from living like yeah 
I feel like some of the show is probably not accurate either, which makes me almost like not want to continue yeah, that's watching That's always it, a very that makes slippery sense. slope. Yeah. Like when families are involved in a production of the show, you're, there's always going to be like that yeah. biased edge to it. Um, I mean, I'm going to finish watching it either way. And what was like, the Versace like show? Like I said, what I've seen so far is really good. Um, the, um, the assassination. assassination. Yeah. yeah. His oh. family was like directly involved in that too, right? There was a bunch of bullshit in that. I didn't finish watching that. Am I making that actually. up? Actually. Oh. No, I think that's the show that the movie that's coming out with Adam Driver and Lady Gaga. Um, I, th- I don't know. I don't. It's like one of those fashion moguls or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm yeah, not. This, sure. Um, I remember the Selena thing. I remember seeing the J Lo movie when I was young. Yeah. Other than that, I have no recollection of that story or anything. I mean, I, I've heard a couple different um. Like, people talk about it. I, know, I just know, like, I don't know. I just find it not not the fact that she was murdered, but just, like, I've always found her, like, interesting. But recently, actually, I – and maybe it was because – maybe it came out because the show was coming out. I don't really know. But I listened to – there was, like, a couple podcasts that did stories about her. I listened to a lot of, like, true crime and I'm well aware. And I'm not talking to you. I come home and she'll be able to listen to a podcast on her phone, like in the shower, and I'll echo and be like, "And the naked guy had the baby's head in his mouth, or something like that." And then, oh like, like later that night, she's like, "Oh God, I can't sleep. Like, I fucking wonder why." <laughs> Everything's a murder podcast or something like that. Oh. I didn't even know the murder podcast was a thing. Yeah. And apparently, there's a, a there's lot a of, lot of them, and I listen to. I don't probably... know why naked man with baby's head in his mouth was the thing that I gravitated to. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, know either. I'm fucked up, but I'm not that fucked up. <laughs> um, we're going um, to move fast. this. go on. I, I do. I listen to a lot of true crime. I listen to a lot of murder podcasts. I listen to a lot of like just supernatural or like culty type things. Um, there was a couple podcasts who did episodes like around, I guess, when the either when the first or second season came out. I don't know. But so I feel like I've heard that story more and more lately. And the reason that I feel like i know so much about it is because after hearing about it i then went and like read my own stuff about it it's like it's crazy the whole circumstances of her like dying like i said like her this lady like after she killed her like she stayed in her in like a motel room and had like a she was like in her car in the parking lot of the motel right some i don't yeah, like some crazy police standoff. Or I some probably shit? shouldn't say how much I know about this case and then say I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's whatever. I mean, it's out there, so uh, it's definitely interesting. So people should definitely it's go just, check that out. Yeah, it's just don't the, forget about the OG J Lo movie too. I mean, it's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. What else? Um. Uh, Drinking heavy seas Tropicana this week too. By the way. You said this week too. That's not what you drank last week. I know. You didn't ask me this week, so. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm drinking some uh, Turkey Hill lemonade. Oh, quality shit. <laughs> Speaking of turkeys, there was like three turkeys crossed in front of my car yesterday. Wow. Up the road. <laughs> but like big, big. Yeah. Like. They get pretty big. <laughs> I saw a coyote like two weeks ago. Like, what is happening? It's like here? we live in the woods or something. <laughs> just very weird anyway so 
We went to the movies on Friday. Oh yeah, we got to talk about the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so yeah. as we mentioned before, we did a we did a what, what we call it, a double feature. Double feature, yeah. So we basically decided, like, I don't know, maybe two hours before, like we to- we toyed with the idea of going to the movies on Friday, and like a little while before, here comes the podcat. Oh yeah, he got a meow. <laughs> oh boy. We missed the opportunity last week, and we called him. I called him Podcast Cat, so his name was uh, Podcat. Podcat from now on. So ba- basically, like a couple hours before, we decided, you know what, screw it, let's go. So we went to go see a Quiet Place too. I wrote down. I'll start with a. Uh, there was a decent amount of people at the movie theater, which was kind of refreshing to see. Yeah. There was also some like film festival thing going on. I don't know what it was, but what do you mean? I walked in. I got th- I got there before you. <laughs> oh, you mean like there's tables and shit? That yeah, were yeah. yeah, yeah. I got there before you, and some woman comes running out from like the theater up to the counter, and then I was like a little. I was getting popcorn, of co- obviously. What's the best movie theater food? <sighs> popcorn and pretzel bites, and bunch of crunch candy. Yeah. Uh, pretzel bites definitely for me. And then know. when you're done with the pretzel bites, hot tip: dump your popcorn into the pretzel bites container and dip your popcorn in the cheese. It is chef's kiss. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um. So this lady comes running out from the back, like up to the counter, and shoot. And somebody was like, "The bottom part of the movie's cut off." And the kid was like, okay, like, or it wasn't a kid. He was like an adult. <laughs> he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'll go check it out right now or I'll have somebody check it out or something. So he goes on his little walkie talkie and he was like, theater three needs a blah, blah, blah. And this guy, the guy that came out of the theater with the woman was like, do you know who that was? And he was like, yes. And he was like, she's the director of this film. Now, this is like a. It wasn't like a a big, it was like I took my iPhone and just shot a movie. I don't think it was like, I don't want to say it wasn't a legit movie, but like. Well, no, but look, if you're, if there's a festival going on and it's your movie and the fucking projection is I understand that, but then a a woman. That's like you writing a book and then going to a book signing. That sounded really And like, oh yeah, half the pages didn't fucking print. (laughs) That sounded mean when I said. Pretty mean. I didn't mean for it to come out that way, but the way that she the was labor, like, it's it's the it had like somebody to labor. It had just started, and yeah. she was the. It was because she was rude. That's what I didn't like. You'd be pissed too. Well, I get it. Don't be mean to the kid. It's not his fault. Yes, like, exactly. I understand. So that, but. then somebody comes back over the walkie-talkie and was like, "Uh, theater three, looks fine," and he was like, "Yeah, that's what I thought." Cut out for a second or something? I don't know what happened. I just thought it was weird. It's a little disturbing when you're standing in a movie theater and two people come running towards you that I was a little concerned for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so we go see A Quiet Place 2. Uh, very, very good. Yes, we're not talking about the movie yet. <laughs> we sit down. Um, I wrote down the trailers before. Did you write down the trailers before? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um respect we already discussed that yes 
and then in the heights oh yeah um looks good i mean lin-manuel miranda yeah yeah um escape room tournament of champions actually we never, i'm gonna look that which up. leads me to believe that there was an escape room yeah i one <laughs> um oh yeah escape room 2019 um it's got a 6.4 on imdb so um i don't necessarily think that warrants a sequel right it was rated pg-13 what a fucking waste it kind of reminded me the trailer reminded me of like a saw movie or something because they were like you can't get out of the game until you finish the game yeah i don't know it was i honestly think i would just go see any movie at the movie theater right now like I literally just, anything no i'm not gonna see that shit i would go see grandma's boy at the movie theater right you now. bite your fucking tongue the worst movie ever made oh my god <laughs> i hate it i don't know why we're married why, um, why are we even doing this i don't know <laughs> Me neither. all right well i'm gonna take the uh, cat actually don't no, you take the cat <laughs> yeah he's my cat eating the fucking wires the the trailer after that was for a movie called old which i think looks really interesting the concept is they like go to the beach and you get old she's like where's my child and then he it's like this old kid and she's like you were six 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 o'clock that's what i almost <laughs> said you were six years old this morning like so I don't really know, but it's an M Night Shyamalan, correct? Yeah. yeah so like, yeah. there's probably gonna be some weird twists, and it's oh, absolutely. But I, I don't, I don't know. I think it looks good. How far can you take that concept, though? I don't know, but it looks good. Like you're trapped on a beach, <laughs> and everyone's getting older, and you can't get out. Like, how, but I don't know, cause he's super hit and miss. Like I'm in the minority. I I think Signs is his best movie. That's my personal favorite from the Sham Hammer. Um. Yeah, but like, um, I never saw Glass, but like, I, I only I I saw Unbreakable very late in the game. I only saw that movie like a year ago, and that was okay. I mean, I imagine if I saw it when it came out, it would have probably hit home a lot harder. Yeah, I haven't. Seen but it he before. did this, um, like after like his comeback, comeback of like years off, um, The Stay or something like that. It was like a found footage movie. And like the, these two kids go to stay with their uh, their grandparents, but like the grandparents are fucking crazy or something like that. It was an awesome little horror movie. Uh, I don't, I don't know if you ever saw it. No, the visit. The visit. That's it. Really, really good. If no one's ever seen it. Well, you don't love the village. I do not love the village. Lady in the water. When I was I've a kid, we went to a um, we went to like a water park. I forget where. And there was we, a lady in the water? No, I forget. Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> I forget where we were or who I was with, but I know this happened because it stuck with me for my entire life. But it must have been right around the time that that movie came out in 2006. So I was what? How old? 15? Uh, 15, yeah. Oh, my God. Why was that so hard for my brain? I thought you were pausing because you, you were tired. Offended. M. Night Shyamalan directed Stuart Little? No. Wait. Uh. <laughs> no. That cannot be real. <laughs> That's looking awesome. Stuart Little and She's All That, which I'm sure you've never seen. There's no twist in those movies. Please hold while I fact check. <laughs> anyway, well, while I'm looking, the um, 
we were at like a, I want to say we were in Florida, but that could also not be true. But somebody told me, you look like that girl from Lady in the Water. That's not a compliment when you're 15. Now, sure, tell me I look like Bryce Dallas Howard. She's beautiful. Great. But when I'm 15, I don't know who that is. Some creepy woman. <laughs> I don't know. Probably just the red hair. Yeah, probably just the red hair. But that was, I remember I was the only celebrity that anybody had told me that I looked like. He produced Devil. Uh, That's a very great movie. I wouldn't, wouldn't say great. Like, it's great. Isn't Tom Ellis in that too? Someone that looks like Tom Ellis? No, the director was Rob Minkoff. So why does Google say that M. Night Shyamalan directed Stuart Little? <laughs> Is he a producer or something? I don't... Maybe that's the twist. Rob Minkoff is probably his um, <laughs> a pseudonym. That might actually be legit. <laughs> oh, he wrote the screenplay. M. Night Shyamalan wrote the screenplay for Stuart Little. Is that better or worse than thinking he directed it? The same person who directed The Sixth Sense where the little boy turns around, he's got the gunshot wound in his head, which is the best part of that movie, um, wrote the screenplay for Stuart Little. Well, you gotta start somewhere. I mean, Zack Snyder was doing fucking music videos forever. So. I love The Sixth Sense. You just watched it for the first time, right? Yeah. Like, imagine. Exactly. Yeah. Imagine I, not knowing not the known, ending yeah. to that movie. That would like, have been a whole nother ball game. But oh, it's so good. I I was alive during the two thousands, so it was kind of unavoidable. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll go back to the trailers. Uh, the next trailer after old was Top Gun Maverick, which has been out for a while. The trailer, but mm. I don't really have i've never seen the first top gun i know that's like a thing. i've never seen it. like a lot of people watch it but i just i've just never seen it I don't no know. but like that's another one of those movies where tom cruise like fucking went all in and like did all the stunts and everything like learning yeah. how to fly these planes and everything so like all of the cockpit foot cockpit footage you're seeing is all him which is you know whatever it doesn't matter if the movie's good or bad like that's fucking insane that's crazy yeah like that he's fuck. he's in his 50s um, hanging off the side of planes, climbing up the side of buildings, <laughs> crashing motorcycles into cars. Like I don't know if you ever saw that one scene from one of the Mission Impossible's. I haven't seen any of those new ones. Le- legit, crash motorcycle to the side of a car, flops over the fucking end of it, and everything. It's all him. Like that's beyond commendable. That's pretty cool. But but then again, you know, you pay me millions of dollars, I'll fucking fly a plane. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know. It looks fine. I I'll like definitely I said, check I have, it out. I have no like ties to it. Um, and then the last trailer before A Quiet Place was for Snake Eyes, which then underneath it says Snake Eyes, a GI Joe origin. Origin. Yeah. So they're rebooting the GI Joe like, franchise. Like I forgot that was a thing. Yeah, they're rebooting <laughs> and they're trying it again. But like, so Snake Eyes never shows his face. So obviously in that trailer you see, you his, see face. his face a lot. Um and I don't know if they're going to be following the canon 
correctly, but like he gets his face burnt with like fucking acid or something in a really bad accent. So I mean, I don't know if this movie is gonna be a happy ending or if they're just gonna say fuck the canon. <laughs> but um, I have no either idea. way, <laughs> probably won't see it. Off to, to find a weird out. start. <laughs> um. So then the movie starts. Yeah. And right before the movie starts, John Krasinski filmed a little like welcome message to everybody who came out to the theater to see it very nice and i teared up (laughs) again because like we're at the movies like things are a little bit normal and it just was like sweet he was just acknowledging people like coming out and like this movie's gotten pushed back how many times now and he probably recorded this before them no i guess not because he did say like I don't know. It was only, it was like thirty well, seconds. It, was, it wasn't like a whole it's easy big to, thing, but it was really sweet. It, like, it, it's easy to forget. Like that was probably like one of the first five movies to get pushed back because of COVID. Yeah, when this whole thing started, and they and especially John Krasinski, he was like very adamant. Like, no, this is a theatrical movie. Like, we're not settling. We're not yeah. going to release it on yeah. streaming and everything. And he fucking fought the fight, and it's out, and it's been the biggest opening. Well, second biggest opening, next to like Godzilla versus Kong, I think. Yeah. Uh, in the past 15 months so like good for them um that's obviously a a very tough call to make i mean i'm not a studio head i don't know the logistics and the ins and outs of that but like sure there's tremendous pressure (laughs) there it is from um from all angles and everything and you know like warner brothers did what they had to do with the day and date thing which i think was a mistake but i don't know either way good good on them it was a nice little message yeah and everything yeah it was really nice it's kind of reinforced like we're back in the fucking movies. Like, it's... it's yeah, exactly. Really- uh, exactly. So, yeah. Then the movie starts. Uh, uh, can I say it was a good movie now? Or no, we're talking about the yes. movie? <laughs> yeah. Uh, great fucking movie. The fr- it was really good. The yeah. first one... Like, we didn't see the first one in the movie theater. And I mm-hmm. am almost thankful for that. Because the first one is mostly silent. Like, this movie had more non-silent parts um, it was we call that a sound less, a less qu- oh yeah it was a less quiet well there was de- there was definitely more dialogue in this movie yeah but, um and like i feel like i don't want to sound like crazy but um watching a movie in complete silence like that even in my own home when we watched the first one because you're afraid at every single eye not you at every single moment that there's going to be a oh, jump in, scare I live, I live or something, every single day. my anxiety was like st- my blood pressure like through the roof watching that first movie because every second I was afraid there was going to be a jump scare or like something. Not afraid, but like well, that. Um, that goes to like one of the the pros I have about this one. Like the, the sound editing for these movies is fantastic, yeah. and like they, they use it as an actual like almost like a plot device. Like it's a great fucking tool. And in the first one, like yeah, the, the the need for silence was still there, so they used it, you know, to their advantage. That like, like jump scares, I typically see as like a very cheap thing, and they and they are, but they can be effective, and when used the right way, like can really enhance the movie. And this is like the shining example of that. Like, yeah, it was really really. Good. They took, you know, the, what was successful in the first one, and kind of built upon that, and expanded on it in this one, and that made it all the better. Um, I will just say uh, before we continue, this is non-spoiler talk. We're not gonna. Yeah, yeah, no. Spoilers. We're not gonna ruin these things for anybody. Nope. Um, so John, John Krasinski dies in the end. 
of the first one that came out <laughs> what two years ago now? Uh, yeah. No, more than that, right? No. Uh, oh know. yeah, twenty eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. So the um, I don't know. It was. It was a little less. I was a little less anxious watching this one. <laughs> I don't. I, I was pretty tense the entire time. I, yeah. I mean, I definitely was, but I think just a little bit less. Um, um, and definitely, um, you could tell that the budget was increased. Oh yeah, by the success sure. of the first yeah. one because that was one thing that was yeah. a little lacking in the first ones. Uh, some of the some of the special effects were so so, but everything looks great. The cinematography is great. Performance is great. Um, there's just like a couple things that I'm going to say detail wise that again are not spoilers, but in the beginning of the movie, one of the first scenes, maybe the first scene, John Krasinski, just like, what is his name? Lee? Yeah. He just like walks into a grocery store, like a little market or whatever, says hi to the guy at the counter, goes to the back. Get some oranges. It looks like he picks up three, but then he walks out. He's got a whole bag of oranges, and he didn't pay for them. Well, no, he was waiting in line. No, he, then, he was he standing stood by there. the lady, and then he was no. like, I got to, and points to the door. Well, yeah, so, I don't know. And he just leaves and doesn't pay for them. a small town. The guy was probably like, oh, yeah, get me later. That's even worse. Like a mom and pop kind of well, he probably He probably knows he's good he for it. Like, he's got to fucking go. There's shit to do. Well, dude's the, standing there watching TV. Like you're not gonna take his money. Like, fuck yeah, him. that's true. Um, I don't know. I just, I literally wrote in my notebook, "I call BS," and then I put groceries <laughs> well, you, next. You to You should have saved that for "I call BS." Oh no, I got more for "I call BS." Oh, I, I got. <laughs> <sighs> um, Kylo has come up to join me on the futon. <laughs> um, another thing is, um, Emily Blunt, who's I know in the last podcast I said I hate her. I don't really hate her. Yeah, you hate Emily Blunt and you uh, body shame Vin Diesel. Oh, my God. <laughs> After editing, we talked a lot about Vin Diesel last yeah. week. <laughs> yeah. We're going to like a Vin Diesel. Want to do that every week? We'll just have a Vin Diesel segment every week. I actually, I thought about it. Um, But Emily Blunt's outfit her apocalypse outfit. Oh my God. I get it. In the first movie, she just had a baby. Completely she, this is immediately this after that. Yeah. She still has her fucking prego belly. Like, she's just given birth. She didn't have time to change. She, okay, but even before that, she's just wearing a dress with leggings. And multiple times throughout this movie, she rips off pieces of her dress to, like, bandage a wound or something i just thought it was interesting it's not really practical to wear a dress when the world is ending you know what's not practical giant fucking blind aliens falling from the sky <laughs> true true but i just it's just something i thought about it's like the thing in um whatever movie uh, jurassic world which we talked about last time too and it's bryce dallas howard who i just talked about the heels now she's running in heels and yeah. that was like all people talked about in this movie nobody talks about she did it though yeah, she did. You've never worn heels. I like. Uh, I might have once or twice. Oh my god! <laughs> if you just put all the pressure on the ball of your foot, you could jog a little. Yeah, I mean, you're probably maybe gonna get some shin splints. Probably not, get shin splints real quick if you're just running. You know, you're not doing a heel toe. I yeah. get shin splints from walking. Yeah, I just uh, <laughs> my legs are constantly. Um, I am a shin splint. 
at one point there is a serious injury to a leg. I'm not. I'm Ugh. trying to be very vague to not say. What is anything. it with these fucking movies and lower body injuries? But like he, oh yeah, the nail through Ugh. the foot in the first one. Blah. Made a cameo but in this one. In this one, this person has a a lower leg injury. And like less than twenty four hours later, climbs up a ladder. Like there is no way you're even walking. He, we didn't see and him putting weight on the, the leg. And later in the movie, someone gets something from a little market, and in the background there are crutches hanging on the wall. And I thought she was gonna grab one, thinking, but you know, no. Nah, it's whatever. You gotta suspend disbelief with these movies. Yeah, I know that. Like we call bullshit on absolutely everything. Like, what are the chances of a fucking rat walking across the dashboard in Ant Man's van in Endgame? And that's true. That's true. Um, and then another thing, <laughs> the girl just like walks over these like decomposed bodies, like. Oh uh, yeah, no problem. Like you're not even phased by it at all. And she seems. I mean, I'm sure you've seen, literally, like the world is ending. But he's staring into my soul right now. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Church. Um, and then like later on, I didn't know that Cillian Murphy, Killian Murphy. I think whatever, it's Killian. Whatever. <laughs> I didn't know he was in this movie. His is his beard fake. It looks a little too fluffy. But either way, at one point he says, like, I survived out of necessity or something like out of necessity. And it reminded me of um, one of the books I read this year. Like, part of my New Year's resolution was, like, to read a lot more. Um, one of the books I read this year was called Miracle in the Andes. And it's about a rug rugby team that their plane crashed on the on a mountain. In the Andes, like the snow, and uh, for 72 days, they survived. Oof. Not all of them. And, like, there's, like, dispute as to whether or not they, like, ate some of the other people. Yeah, I've heard about When that, they yeah. started to run out of food and stuff. But it, that's, I read this guy, like, this one guy who lived through it. I read his book, and that's what, that was, like, exactly what he said. Like, I survived, we survived because we had to, like. He just, every time anything happened, he was thinking about, like, his sister and his mom were also on the plane, and they died, mm -hmm. like, fairly early on. And he talks about how, like, he just continued to live for his other family at home, and, like, they couldn't lose everybody. Like, I'm getting emotional. But it was, it just reminded me of that, like, in that moment, because he was, like, like, I survived because of necessity, like, because I had to, basically. I don't know. Overall, it's good. That was uh, all good. my notes. Very uh, yeah. brisk, like hour and a half. Not yeah. a not a huge yeah. commitment. Just um, good welcome back movie to the theater. I think it was a yeah, that was a good choice. Yeah, because um, well, the movie theaters opened up for a brief, very so brief. Tenant like, and I still have no idea what I watched, <laughs> or honestly, I didn't. I didn't know what I heard either. I liked it at the time, but I feel like I might not like it as much if I actually no. I I rewatched it um, when I had COVID and I was locked in the fucking room for ten days. Um, still don't get it. 
I mean, I get it, but I don't, you know, <laughs> there's a lot, like, they just want you to assume, like, just accept this. Like, just take this information and just, like, don't even question it. Just, yeah. this, this is what happens here. And it's, there's so, uh, I'm not going to get on Tenet. Tenet? Tenet? Tenet. Tenet. Anyway, so then we go, but do you have anything else to add? Uh, quiet Place, no. All right. So we leave the movie theater. We went to get dinner. And then we decided we were gonna we were gonna rent the Conjuring when we went home, and we had some gift cards. And when we got out of dinner, the movie was starting in like ten minutes. So we were like, you know what, let's just go back to the movie theater. So that's what we did, and uh, we saw the Conjuring three. Yes, we did. The trailers in front of that were uh, mostly the same. Um, the Marvel teaser that I talked about before was like the very first thing, and I was like, huh crying um and then what were you like <laughs> i can't do it again <laughs> and then i wrote last night in soho yeah oh I, cu- I couldn't remember what it was and then it just came to me that was um it had the girl from anya taylor joy yeah queen's gambit yes yes interesting show you didn't watch that right no it was good heard it's very good um so I don't even know how to describe what that movie looks like, but it just looked good. I mean, it's the director Scott Pilgrim, so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then the next one was Snake Eyes again, and then Escape Room, and then Purge, the Forever Purge. I've never seen any of those movies. I'm not really. Nah, I don't care. <laughs> um, and you think I'd be into that shit, but uh, <laughs> don't. And then In the Heights again, and then Reminiscence, which we talked about before. Where's her? Um, the movie starts with an exorcism, which they then play like clips from at the end. And it, it's, it really freaks me out. Like whether you believe in all this stuff or not, it doesn't matter. It really freaks me out. And like that reminded me of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the most recent one I heard about this case was called, it's called cult leader. It's a podcast I listen to. He did a case on the exorcism of Annalise Michelle, which is... That's the um, basis for Emily Rose. Yes, the yeah. exorcism of Emily Rose. And he played the audio... That's fucking terrifying. I literally pulled my car over because it freaked me out so yeah. much that I, like, couldn't continue driving. I had I had to just, like, pause the radio and just, like, sit for a minute. And I was so freaked out. I actually called my mom... <laughs> Now and that then she was, um, sent me, hey, mom, <laughs> she's probably listening. <laughs> um, and then I she actually got me the the book. There's a book about it. And I, I didn't finish reading it yet, but it's really good. I mean, it's it. It's interesting. Like, I I don't know, but that it freaked me out. So hearing the audio, the actual audio from mm-hmm. this exorcism at the end of this movie, because the Conjuring movies are like loosely based <laughs> on. Yeah. <laughs> Loosely. <laughs> um, it just really freaked me out. And I had to just like sit in the movie theater for a minute after it was over and like. See, and, and like that, before I could get in my car and like come home, I had to just sit there for a minute. Like that thing. And that Emily Rose, that movie in particular, like genuinely scares the shit out of me. I, like, I, I haven't I, seen it like since it came out. It's We rented it from Blockbuster. I like vividly remember that. The, what's the girl but, who plays? Uh, girl who plays Deb. Uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Carpenter. Yeah, crushes it. Her. I mean, there's yeah. the whole movie in general. But anyway, um, back to the Conjuring. Um, 
We have time to marinate. It's okay. Yeah. But you know, you're talking about how um, you know, they play the real case files and like these movies are supposed to be based on real things. So like, I believe it was the intro that the first Conjuring movie it says like, yo, um, Ed and Lorraine Warren have been um, exorcists or like paranormal investigators for X amount of years. Blah blah blah. And um, one case that like uh, they've never spoken about is so terrifying that they just had to share it, and that was the basis for the first Conjuring movie. And then like, I think the second one and the third one, all this crazy shit's happening. Like, that was the scariest one. But like, you're making all this now. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. Well, I I, I, have de- I have very deep rooted problems with like where that franchise is going. Yeah. Like everything that I love about the first one, because I fucking love that first Conjuring yeah. movie. The first one is. It's it's up there on like top five movies. top five horror movie for me. Yeah, yeah, easy. I also love horror. Oh yeah, yeah. We gotta talk <laughs> like, more horror. Love. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it started in the second one, and I'm not gonna go into any story details or anything about the third one. It just came out. I mean, it's on HBO Max. It's in theaters. It's very available. So go watch it. But um, it's kind of like for me what uh, we talked about with the Fast and the Furious movies last week. Like it's just as the movies progress. Vin Diesel. <laughs> the belly buttons just keep growing <laughs> more and more outward. <laughs> no, um, they're just getting further and further and further away from reality. And I get it. Like it's, you know, yeah. if you believe, you believe if you don't, you know, that's fine. But at least in the first one, there was some sort of a grounded nature to it. Yeah. At least a little bit. And everything else after that was out the window. It's not to say there isn't, you know, plenty of good scares to be had. And the second one, I think the, Probably one of the best scares in the franchise, like with the nun walking into the the painting oh, room. Chills yeah. down my spine. And, yeah. uh, this one, they take different approaches. Again, no spoilers or anything like that. And I, I, I commend that. Like they, there are quite a few jump scares in this movie as well. Jump scares, yeah, yeah. But what made the Conjuring movies good was the use of horror, like in non traditional ways. Yeah. So like, there's yeah. one moment, I'm not going to say what it is. There's one moment in this where like it's a callback to like the, that style of horror. And I, like it was one of the best moments of the, the movie for me. And again, even some of the jump scares, very good. But jump scares are cheap. All horror movies yeah. rely on that. Like the, there's one in, that's in the trailer where she's like running and she like stops right at the edge of a cliff. Yeah. Like See, I saw I mean. it in the trailer and it still freaked me out watching the movie. But No, I'm still um, like that. Uh, the Warrens weren't doing shit like that. They weren't getting pulled off yeah. of cliffs by fucking zombie girls yeah. or something like that. It's in the trailer. It's after we saw, after we saw this movie, I came home and like, whenever we go see a movie or even like if I watch something on TV or whatever, I always start to look it up, like look up yeah. things about it. And I I since the first Conjuring, I've always said like they they wrote a bunch of books about mm-hmm. like the cases they've done and stuff like that. And one day I'll buy them. I just I just keep saying I'm gonna do it and I want to read them all and I just haven't. But there's there's a bunch. Yeah. And that's probably why, because I don't know where to start, but there's so much. But um, I had a dream. Oh, yeah. I told you this in the car yesterday. I had a dream that we were Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I, like, did I, I looked, have eight did, heart attacks. Before yeah. We it was did so, it was so weird. Um, but last episode we were talking about people have good chemistry, like yeah. actors. Yeah. yeah. Um, Patrick Wilson. I had to write their names down. Yeah. Yeah. They have such great chemistry that like, I, I believe that I believe them together. And I told you when we walked out of the theater, like those are, that is my favorite part of these movies. Like scares aside and like all the other bullshit, like 
their relationship. I, I can't speak to the real Warrens or anything like that, but at least as, yeah. as they're made to be in these movies is awesome. It's it's why yeah. I go to see them, I think. Yeah. It's like yeah, my favorite part of the second movie, all scares and bullshit oh. aside. I think it's, it's I the moment. I know what you're going to say yeah. and I'm going to cry. <laughs> he sits down and so he tries to bring calmness to the family and sings uh, the Elvis song. That's the best part of that fucking movie. And just like she's looking at him and she just like loves yeah. loves her husband and everything. It's cool. But like. It's so cute. The, the, this third movie lacked any kind of moment like that. But that's, no, <laughs> it did not. I literally cried at the end. Okay. Oh, you know, yeah, you're right. I take that back. I take that yeah. back. No, you yeah. feel you feel their it's, love. It's missing the dynamic of having the family that's being tortured yes, by. The, I, think I, so. I didn't feel any. Um, I didn't feel anything for the uh, the possessed in this movie. Yeah, not really. Nothing. Um, well, sp- so speaking of that, getting getting back to the actual movie itself, um, the little boy in the beginning, I, I he's in it like a couple times for the rest of the movie, but he's mostly in the beginning. From Hill House. Is the same kid from The Haunting of Hill House. The cutest fucking kid. He's so cute. But little, that kid is going to be scarred for life. He's in some fucked up shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's in stuff that scares me. Like, I can't even... I can't imagine being a little kid and seeing... Ugh. Hill House scared the shit out of me. That's yeah. it. Like, I, that's what I'm talking about. That was... We could talk about that at another time. Yeah. We're we'll we'll wait episodes. for season three and then we'll recap the first This episode's really long. Um, I'll let it in post. <laughs> but... Then there, uh, another thing, the possessed, as you just said, do not, do not invite a demon into your body or your home or. <laughs> hey, demon. Like, hey, demon. Why? All right, come on in. Wh- why? Why? Like, don't. It literally, I, I well, might. Well, I can, we can't go into spoilers, but yeah. No, just no, no spoilers. I just just don't invite demons into your. Well, life. there was a narrative purpose for it. I, yeah, okay. Well, he's a noble man. Yes, sure. He done fucked up, though. He didn't realize <laughs> what he did. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, the, the main character guy, I should have looked up his name. Artie? No, his name in real life. Oh, I don't know. He reminded me of a mix of Cameron Monaghan uh, from Shameless and other stuff. I think I heard someone <laughs> covered in blood at the time. Drake Bell and Tom Holland, like all together. Hello. <laughs> he looked oh, like him. Yeah. He looked like like all three of them together. Um, another thing, it's not a spoiler, but this just happened later. Um, do they actually put toe tags on people? Yes. At the morgue? Yes. It's like, what happens if you don't have toes? Fingers. I should have looked it up, but I'm I was afraid to maybe Google your ear, that. like if you're if you have a pierced ear, they'll just like loop it through the hole. <laughs> I don't know. Overall, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was fun. I love horror stuff. I like the Conjuring franchise. I probably won't like. I'll, I'm sure I'll watch it again, but like not for a while. Not till like Halloween. I um guess I liked it. You weren't really a fan. We walked out. And um, well, like, no, I, I didn't hate it. Meanwhile, uh, I needed to sit for an extra five minutes so I could cry in my seat. Um, the ending is really sweet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the things that I mentioned, you know, with the, them, you know, the Warrens, very good, very good stuff. And like I said, they do different shit in the movie. I'm sure once you see it for yourselves, you'll understand that you know, format wise, they changed it up a little bit, which I, I commend. It's a different director too, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, the last one was too. 
James Wan, I don't believe, directed the second one. Oh, well, never mind. Ignore and I think that saying. actually, the, I mean, he stayed on board as a producer, but I think if he directed all these, they would have been across the board yeah. great because James Wan is fucking incredible. Yeah. Directed Aquaman. If you I like know. Aquaman. That was to the audience. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, You have nothing else to say about the movie? Uh, No. Overall, good. Yeah. Fun time. Um, yeah. Check it out. I'm sure I'm just being a dick about it, so. I tend to do that. You're very critical of things. No. <laughs> <laughs> which brings us, speaking of being critical of things, which brings us to our I Call BS segment. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, you go first. All right. I have two things. Uh, people on their phones at the movies. Oof. And I'm not, and I, this has always been like one of my biggest pet peeves. I'm not talking about you get a text and you glance at your phone real quick. People who, like, that's, it annoys me still, but that's fine. But people who are like on their phone the entire movie. There was a girl, like, I will tell you, like three rows ahead of us across the aisle. And her phone brightness was turned all the way down, but it's enough to distract someone. It's a pitch myself. black room. Right. It's enough to distract someone like myself who is easily distracted by everything. And it kind of takes you out of the setting a little bit. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you know, if you know you're going to be on your phone the entire movie, maybe sit in the last row. Yeah. Like, or sit away from other people. Don't yeah. sit. Directly on the aisle, right in front of other people. Like, just, she was just tech, literally texting the entire time. First of all, also, who are you texting for two and a half, to, not two and a half, an hour and a half straight? Yeah. Like, whatever. Uh, she was far enough away, but I could tell she was texting. Um, my other I call BS is probably also on your list. It is uh, Showtime Boxing. Ugh. Save it. Actually, All right, no. cut cut this out, and I'll use it as my I call BS for next week. No, I'm gonna, no, I was gonna call it. No, yeah, I'll let you call BS. Go ahead, go ahead. You get back because I I I, I had three totals, so I'll just X that out of mine. I'll do my other two. Okay, so these motherfuckers did. Last uh. night, last night we ordered the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather Floyd Mayweather fight, yeah. um, and we're unable to watch it because. Showtime server show Showtime as a platform just sucks. This is not the first time this happened. I actually went, so I was like on Twitter trying trying to find a live stream of the fight, which I found a couple, but they were horrible quality. But um, in twenty eighteen, Wild Fury, yeah, I think it was December first, twenty eighteen. In my uh. Twitter DMs, <laughs> the same thing happened. Like yeah. they, why host these giant fights and not be able to? They can't. They don't have the capacity to fucking. Up, in case Showtime get, it, is a massive company, but they don't have the capacity to fucking air these big. I don't understand. Events. They're doing it out of necessity. One because Floyd Mayweather got pissed off at HBO when HBO still had boxing, and then he signed a multi-million dollar contract to exclusively stream his pay-per-view events on Showtime. So there's that. 
Plus HBO okay, boxing. Well maybe he should pay for them to fix HBO things. boxing doesn't exist anymore. So now they're the number two, a very distant number two, but number two nonetheless. So now all these pay-per-view boxing events have yeah. to go somewhere. They go there or a fucking thriller, and we got to watch Jake Paul and a bunch of fucking strippers get narrated by Snoop Dogg. Yeah. So that's kind of our only option. But still, they can't handle it. That was the single most frustrating fucking experience of at least the past five days of my life. <laughs> like, I don't, I just don't get it. Right. And it was $50, and not that that's like. A lot, but it's enough no, money. They don't. That. It's, it not, it's enough. They don't want to lose fifty dollars. Like, so yeah, I call BS on that. Fuck also, you. fuck you, Showtime. Yeah, we just weren't. I saw, like I said, I saw parts of it, and the the most annoying part I think was that it cut in and out. So like, we were able to see like two rounds of the second fight and two mm-hmm. rounds of the third fight, and then it just stopped. For, and then yeah, right once before, the fucking main event happens, yeah, yeah. Not that I really clearly. I didn't care that much about Mayweather Paul. I still wanted to watch it, but like it's yeah. something that I paid for, so right. I like think the- I'm I, I'm clearly owed something because I fucking paid you money for it, of which you charge me immediately for, which is gonna tie into my call BS. But we'll get to that. Charge me immediately for something without being able to guarantee me that fucking service. I know. I'm not fucking built for this shit. I was annoyed by it, but... I was fucking enraged. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) fucking off the rails pissed about it. Like, hadn't had one drink yesterday at all. Not one. That's a lie. Might have had something to do with it. (laughs) She's shaking her head at me. I was upset. Anyway. That was my I call BS. Okay. I have, well, that was going to be my third, but you know, I now have two. Um, first thing I have to call BS on family power sports. Not surprised if you're unfamiliar with family power sports, let me enlighten you. They are an online, um, store where you can buy, um, dirt bikes, quads, all all, all that type of stuff. You know, um, like little motor vehicles. Um, what was it? Ten weeks ago, I went online. I bought a uh, I bought a dirt bike, and I get it. It's COVID still. Uh, production has been a problem the entire time. You know, we bought a couch in last May. Didn't see it till October. I, so I get it. We bought the couch in July. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, bought this dirt bike ten weeks ago. Uh, nothing on the site regarding inventory production issues. Nothing. Nothing about it. And they had a sales promotion on it. Like a price feature, it was like like two hundred bucks off. So I thought they were like clearing out inventory or something. So I like fucking hell yeah, like I bought it immediately. Um, didn't give me an ETA. Went up. Now you can hear him licking. <laughs> <laughs> I picked it up. That's the podcat. Go ahead. <laughs> Keep talking. Um. Order this dirt bike. Says nothing about inventory, production problems, nothing. It just says order confirmed. We'll send you an email whenever, or an email or a text whenever it's getting shipped out. So, I waited patiently. Uh, this is like week six. I reached out. I emailed these people. Uh, hey, I'm just following up on order four eight one eight. Blah blah blah. Uh, can you, you know, give me any information? They're like, oh well, you know, blah blah blah. COVID. Blah blah blah. This. Uh, it, we're anticipating uh six to eight weeks for shipping. 
I'm like, okay, that's fine. I have an ETA. I get it. Eight weeks hits. And I didn't want to be like eight weeks on the day. So I waited a little bit, waited like eight and a half weeks. I reached out, I emailed them. I was like, hey, so, you know, we're a little outside the shipping period. It's fine. I get it. It's just a couple days. I'm not trying to be a dick, but I'm also just trying to stay on top of it. Um, I'm like just trying to follow up on my order. Can you give me any kind of an ETA? Anything. Where is it? Is it going to be longer? Just give me anything. No answer. Fucking nothing. Okay. It's odd. I let that wait for a week. Nothing back. Nothing at all. So now I'm just like, you know, fuck it. It's been nine, it's 10 weeks now. I emailed them again. I'm like, look, you guys are giving me zero information about where this thing is, when it's coming. What, what the fuck ever. Like you charge me immediately. You give me no indication about like any inventory problems or any shipping problems, production problems, nothing. But you take my money immediately, but can't yeah. give me any information past that. So I'm just going to cancel my order. No reply to the order cancellation either. Email the link on the thing uh, for your refund. Email the tracking email. I called the place today. No fucking anything. What? Your face lit up. Sorry. Not that I'm ignoring you, but I was in my Twitter DMs looking at the Showtime support and just saw I had a notification. And Jamie, if you're listening to this, she tagged me in a tweet from Lucky Charms. Oh, the new... uh they have new cereal. Oh, yeah, Loki, Loki, yeah. Loki charms. Loki, Loki charms. <laughs> that was all. Sorry. I don't even anyway. buy cereal, but I'm about to go buy that. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Family Power Sports, get your shit together. I call BS on you this week. Um, secondly, Grubhub. Oh, my God. I knew it. You fucking scumbags. <laughs> okay, so... Um, I've had really bad luck with buying stuff this week. I can't buy shit. I can't buy a bike. I can't buy a fucking pay-per-view fight. I can't order a pork roll, egg, and cheese on fucking Grubhub. I can't do anything successfully. So, every I feel not every time, but I think it's safe to say, like, at this point, every three out of four orders from Grubhub, would you say, is fucked up to one degree or another? I just another. feel like it's every time you use it. Yeah, every time. There's a black cloud over my head. Well, over my Grubhub app. Um, every time I call an order from a place, it'll be, it'll be oh, your order's confirmed. It's coming, blah, blah, blah. They'll send me the confirmation number, blah, blah, blah. Okay, uh, your order's coming soon. It's up in the restaurant's hands now. And then, like, two hours will pass. And uh, me admittedly like a fool doesn't do anything about it i don't call grubhub i don't call the place so really i should do a little bit more on my end in that part either way i just assume that these things that are built for a specific thing or a specific reason should fucking operate the way that they're meant to but that's just me um anyway i order from grubhub for the final time this past sunday <laughs> dramatic but yeah it's loud. i'm not fucking ordering from anyone Order pork roll, egg, and cheese. I'm all kinds of hungover. I was playing a gig the night before and I got home to drinking. So, like, a pork roll, egg, and cheese is just, like, fucking music to my ears. What you needed. Yes. Waiting two and a half hours. And then I got another gig coming up. I had a 2 p.m. gig on Sunday. So, I'm like, this shit's never getting here. So, I just, like, let it go. Um, The restaurant I ordered from isn't even open on Sundays. (laughs) So, they confirmed my order, uh, said the order was on the way, and then had the nerve to send me a text message asking how my fucking order was. (laughs) <laughs> so I called and of course it's some dude in fucking Oshkosh whatever uh, they gave me a refund that I'll get in like three to five days but, but 
the end of the day, like I, it's every single time I order from Grubhub, it's fucked up. The place is closed. Um, the driver didn't pick it up or some shit like this. And it always takes them forever to fucking refund me. Like you charge me immediately, but you can't follow through with what your fucking sole purpose in this world yeah. is to do. Yeah. So I, I understand that's the way it is on most money. things, but just this week it really piled high and I just, uh, it got, it got the best of me. Uh, so yeah, Grubhub, fuck you. <laughs> on that note. I think I've decided to introduce a new segment also. We're going to say instead of I call BS, I call GS. Like, good stuff. Good shit? Yeah. Okay. It's like something good. Okay. And mine is, uh, I wrote this down as well. When you read a book, when you finish the book, and then you find out it's part of a series. When you Mm -hmm. read a really good book, and then you find out it's part of a series. I'll talk about this one next week, but I just was very happy with that because i'm gonna finish the second book this week so i'll talk about the book series next week but there's like four i think at least right now it just made me happy good all right uh if we're doing that okay um like a recommendation style thing you're thinking no just something good all right well i'm gonna recommend something good um a show that people like never uh, probably haven't watched or even heard of it all because netflix is awful at letting you know that good things are on there show that we both love it's called annie donna's big old house of fun yes it's a sketch comedy show um australian comedy australian yep it is absolutely fucking hilarious um even if you don't watch the show um they have a ton of content on youtube they're they're hilarious Uh, absolutely hysterical (laughs) Um, some of the funniest sketch comedy I've, I think I've ever seen. Like, really, I, I just can't stop the their Ellen sketch that they do is genius. Um, and like I said, it's only six episodes. I think they're like thirty minute episodes. A piece. Yeah, they're not long. It's very brief. You can watch it all very quickly. I definitely recommend it. It's a great laugh. Um, those guys are absolutely hysterical. They have a ton of stuff online, like I said. So just definitely, yeah, I, go watch that. I would say for sure, if you don't watch the show, or if you do love, if you do watch the show and you love it and you want to see more. Go on their YouTube. The Ellen sketch, the live one, is phenomenal. Yeah, it's even better than when they, they do it. They also on the show, have yeah. a series called Haven't You Done Well? <laughs> and they are, it's basically just like over the top. Like there's one about sunscreen and they just apply sunscreen to their entire body, like, For like bottles and minutes. bottles and bottles. <laughs> but it's just hysterical. Like they're so calm. And, uh, and then with the also <laughs> the, um, uh, what's the, the, the one at the school. Oh, um, roll call. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, that one's really funny too. And it's got a little little A- 80s camp villain. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, yeah, very funny. Uh, uh, very, very funny stuff. Yeah. So uh, definitely check that out. It's on Netflix, on YouTube. Um YouTube. can't recommend it enough. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're gonna end off with a trivia question. All right, coffee. So <laughs> <laughs> I have a um there's a, I found a site that's got 145 random trivia questions. Just so uh-huh. I want you to pick a number one to 145. 119. All right, all right, all right. It's gonna be some stupid. Some of these are really hard. Oh, who was the first woman to win a Nobel Prize in 1903? 
Is it is it multiple choice or? No. I'm just, I'm just supposed to know that. Yeah, I actually knew this. 1903. Mm-hmm. Um. 1903. Do I get a clue or? She discovered radium, and polonium. Well, what was that last? Polonium? Yeah. What the fuck is that? I don't know. Sounds very made up. All words are made up. Um, I don't know. Um, you kind of stepped up your game from the fucking coffee question to... I told you it was going to be harder. Marie Curie. Uh, I know the name, but I don't know what you actually... I don't know what you did. I just told you. Thank you. Oh my god! You know when you look up something on Google and it like suggests more things for you. Yeah. It said, "Why is Marie Curie radioactive?" Marie Curie, known as the mother of modern physics, died from aplastic anemia, a rare condition linked to high levels of exposure to her famed discovery. The ra- discoveries, the radioactive elements, polonium and radium. Her body is also radioactive and was therefore placed in a coffin lined with nearly an inch of lead. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Now you guys know. Yep. You learn something new every day. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's the show. Anyway, that's the show. Yeah. That's uh, pretty yeah, long. Yeah. We, we we kept it uh yeah nice and short this time. Yeah. Yeah. I did say I don't want this. I don't want to turn into the long podcast. Oh uh, well, people said on you know the reviews on Facebook, you know they like it when they're driving and stuff, and you know we listen to long podcasts. So I don't think it's a problem. Actually, you guys could let us know. And your five-star reviews that you leave. Let us know if it's too long, too short. Give us any kind of feedback, um, as long as it's a five-star review. Again, we really appreciate you guys listening, taking time out of your day. We know that uh, you're all very busy, so you just uh, giving us any little slice of your your time means a lot. And we actually mean that uh, because we're having fun doing it, but it's kind of a big deal for us, I think. So you um, taking the time and listening is really cool. So um, keep listening. Uh, be sure Keep to give us a review. Go follow us on Instagram. Yes. At the Brittany and Shane Show. Uh, both of our names are spelled abnormally, thanks to our parents. Um, but thanks, mom. It's in the title of the show, so you know, just copy that. Yeah. And uh, currently on Twitter, it's the Brittany and one. I'm number one, <laughs> I'll bitch. Figure, I'll figure that out. Um, I'll probably make a Facebook page and stuff at some point, but right now Instagram is just easier to maneuver. Yeah. And if, um, if you guys do have anything you want us to talk about, um, because oh, you know, yeah. we're, we're scrambling up, uh, you know, whatever news topics we have every week, but, um, if there's something you in particular, or if you just want to say something nice and have it on, uh, get a shout out on the show or something, uh, email us at bnspod21 at gmail.com. That's the letters bnspod at gmail.com yeah or if you have a recommendation or just something you think is interesting or whatever you know yeah send it there if you know us shoot us a text if not send us an email or Uh, an instagram message or a twitter dm (laughs) all right uh thank you guys again uh we will be back next week next wednesday wednesdays are the day i think wednesday is the day yep all right i don't don't know how (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, bye. Bye.